The last thing we're discussing was the case where a Jewish person's ox gores the ox of a Kuti. A Kuti is one of those nations that Sanhei brought to Israel that converted out of fear because lions were attacking them. So Tanakama was not sure what their deen is, therefore a Jew never has to pay them money, and they would have to pay like a Jew tam uh, uh, half damages, Mu'ad full damages, and Rabbi Meir uh, basically made it sound like as if they're complete goyim. And that went against other gemarot, and then we said it was just a fine. Whenever it comes to money, we want to find, uh, uh, we want to find them, so this way people know to stay away. And with that, we're going to start Lametetam with Aleph, third line in, where it says, Shor shel shor shel hayav. If a competent person's ox damages the ox of uh, someone who is deaf mute or uh, someone who is incompetent, uh, let's say insane, or, or, uh, or a child, Hayav, the competent person, has to pay, he's obligated to pay. But if the deaf, mute, or insane, or the child's ox gores a normal person's ox, they don't have to pay. If the ox of a deaf, mute, an insane person, or a child, that uh, it's considered already a naghan. It already it, it, it gores all the time. Betin ma'amidin lahem apotrakus. Betin sets them up with a trustee. Umaidin lahen bifneha apotrakus, and they warn them in front of this trustee. Listen, three times uh, we're, we're gonna have to start taking from your land. Nitpakea ha'chiresh. If all of a sudden the deaf mute can now hear, he could talk again. Nishtapa hashote, or the insane person. Uh, b- became sane again. He became uh, competent. Vehigdila katan, or the katan became a gadol. He turned bar mitzvah. Hazar letamuto. The ox goes back to being a short tam, and they only have to pay half damages from the body. That's the very Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Yossi Omer, harehu beheskato. No, the ox is what it is, and it, if it's mu'ad, it's mu'ad tam tam. Shora itztadin. The stadium ox, meaning an, an ox that they use for bullfights. If it gores, it is not The Pasuk says, if it gores, not if they cause it to gore. And the Gemara starts, The Gemara in itself is a problem. In the beginning we said, if a shore of a heresh or ten katan that gores the ox of someone who's uh, competent is patur, it sounds like from the resha that Betty does not set up a trustee for a short time in order for the, the one who's been damaged to be able to get paid from the, of the body of the short time is half damages. But the problem is if you look at the sefer, it says, it says in the Sefa that if Katan's ox gores, Betin sets them up with an apotropus and they warn them in front of the apotropus. It sounds like that we set up the Atomim with a trustee that uh, uh, this way uh, that someone can get paid from a short time. This way we warn them that, hey, you're short time next time it damages. Even though it's going to be the second time, you're going to have to pay half damages from the body. 
So you see, uh, uh, the Resha says we don't set them up with an apotropos, the Sefa says we do. So Amarava, Rava explains, this is what the, the, the Mishnah is trying to say. Yes, technically, we don't set up an apotropos for half damages from a short time. However, but if already, look, it's already been a couple times, this is a short Mu'ad, then then Betin sets them up with an apotropus, then we ward them in front of the apotropus, and we make this short time now a short mu'ad. This way, next time he gores, they're going to have to pay from the, the top assets that they have. They have to pay cash, they have to pay land, whatever it is. The Gemara says, Wait, whose, whose land, whose assets are they going to pay from? So, Rabbi Yohanan Amar Ma'aliyat Yatomim. Rabbi Yohanan says from the Yatomim's best land, best asset. Rabbi Yossi Barhanina Amar Ma'aliyat Apotropus. Rabbi Yossi says from the top land asset of the Apotropus, the trustee. Now, the Gemara says, Umi Amar Rabbi Yohanan Hakid. Rabbi Yohanan really say that they're going to take from the best land, best asset of the Yatomim. V'ha Amar Rabbi Yudah Amar Ravasi. Enis kakin l'nixay Yatomim. Elaim ken rebit ochel bahen. But didn't Rabbi Yudah say in the name of Ravasi? Betin doesn't get together to, to deal with the, the, the assets of Yatomim unless Rebit is, is killing it, meaning their father borrowed money with interest from a Goy, and, and the Goy keeps on taking interest. Okay, so we have to deal with this right away, otherwise it's, they're going to lose everything. Rabbi Yohanan said whether it's Rebit, like we just explained, or Fektubat Isha, Mishu Mezone. It's either like Rebit, like we explained before, or the, the wife keeps on taking money for food. You have to pay her for her food. And the only way to get, get around this is by giving her Ktuba money. Whatever her Ktuba says, if you give her that, then that's it. You don't have to feed her anymore. So then Betin steps in and says, listen, before these people lose all their money, we're going to give her Ktuba and let her go. So you see that Rebi Hanan held that we don't take from Yatomim at all, unless it's one of those two situations. So the Gemara says, Ipuch, you can always uh, flip it. Rabbi Yohanan Amar Me'aliyata Potropusin, that Rabbi Yohanan says we take from the trustees' money, and Rabbi Yossi Barhanina Amar Me'aliyata Etomim, and Rabbi Yossi says from the Etomim's money. And Amar Rabbas doesn't understand this, because Mishum de Kashya, the Rabbi Yohanan, the Rabbi Yohanan, Meshavet Lel, Rabbi Yossi Barhanina To'e, Wait a second, because Rabbi Yohanan contradicts himself. You're going to say Rabbi Yossi says the wrong halakha, and he's going to say we're going to take away from the etomim, uh, when that's not the halakha. So, Rabbi Yossi is a dayan, and he usually goes to the depth of the deen, and you got to trust Rabbi Yossi to know what's the, the correct halakha, meaning for sure he wouldn't take money out from the etomim if that's not the halakha. Ela, rather, Rabbi explains as follows. Don't flip it. And we have to say, when it comes to damaging, it, the halakha is totally different. Meaning, Rabbi Yohanan says, you take the money from the etomim, because if you're going to say, you're going to take the money away from the apotropos, no one's going to want to be an apotropos. If, if every time uh, their cow uh, gores someone, I have to pay for it, no one's going to want to be an apotropos. Meaning, even if that's 100% the halakha, I don't want to do this, because uh, I'm going to have to keep on paying for their problem. And Rabbi Yosibar Hanina, Amar Me'aliyat Apotropus, Rabbi Yosibar Hanina says, we take from the Apotropus' money, because he didn't uh, watch over it properly. But then, when the Yetomim become bar mitzvah, then we take from their assets.
And by the way, if you get a chance, look at this Tosfot at the bottom of Lamitet Amud Aleph, which Tosfot explains that there's different she taught in regards to an apotropos, what type of apotropos. Some say that apotropos doesn't pay even if he was negligent. Some say uh, that he does. Some say it depends what type of apotropos was he done, if it was he put there in charge for the Yetomim, or that's his job in general to watch over Yetomim's assets. Or it depends who's the one who set him up. Was it his job that Betin makes him the apotropos over all Yatomim? Or was the father himself who set him up? Very good to look into the sugya. Next. We learned that we set up a trustee, if it's a short tam, this way they could take money for damages from the body of the short tam. It's really a machloket tanaim tanya. The Brayta says, "Shorshinid harshu be'alav ve'nishtatu be'alav shalchu be'alav lemdinatayam." It is an ox where the owner became deaf mute, or they became insane, or they, they traveled overseas and they couldn't set uh, someone in charge to watch this ox. Yehuda ben Nekosa Amar Somchos Harehu betamuto Ache Aidu Bobefne Abealim. Yehuda ben Nekosa said in the name of Somchos that it is a short time until they warn the owner when the owner is sane or competent or he's here. Chachamim say, you set up a trustee and you warn the trustee. Let's say the Hiresh is now able to hear again, or the insane person became competent again, or the Katan became Gadol, or the, or the owner came back from overseas. That that it goes back to being a short time until they warn it in front of the the owner. Rabbi Yossi says it says whatever Hazaka was before, that's what it is. If it's a Muad, it's Muad. And Amru is really supposed to be Amre. When Yehuda ben said in the name of Sumchos that it's oh it's it's still a tam in the beginning of the Brayta. What does that mean? If you try to tell me that it does not become Mu'ad at all, that can't be because when the Sefa said it goes back to being a Tam, sounds like it was a short Mu'ad at one point. Rather, you have to explain, What does that mean? It's in its complete form. Meaning, means we don't uh, subtract from it. We don't take uh, half the damages from its body. Uh, even when it's short time. So, Alma, what do you understand from here? It sounds like from here that we don't set up an apotropos to be able to take away from the time's body for the for damages, the half damages that yours. We do set them up with apotropos. We warn them in front of the apotropos. Alma, what do you understand from Hachami? That we do set up an apotropos for a short time, that this way they could take from its body for damages. Vesefa now and the, the second part where it says when the, the owners came back, they might come if again. What's the machloket over there between Sumchos and Rabiosi? So the Gemara explains, Reshut Mishana Ikabenel. When it changes possession, it goes back from the apotropos to the owner. What's the halacha there? Somchos Sabar Reshut Mishana. Somchos said, when it changes possession, it changes the situation. It goes back to being a short time. 
Rabbi Yosisa, Barashut and Amishana. Rabbi Yosisa is just because it changes possession, goes back to Abijan alone, it doesn't uh, change it back to Tam. It is what it is. Tanur Abanan. Shor Hereshote Bekatan Shinagah. If the axe of Hereshote Bekatan Gord, Rabbi Yaakov Mishalim Hatsinezek, Rabbi Yaakov pays half damages. So I'm going to ask Rabbi Yaakov Mahavita, what did Rabbi Yaakov do that he has to pay half damages? So Eli, am I right? You have to fix the the brayta. Rabbi Yaakov Omer Mishalim Hatsinezek. According to Rabbi Yaakov, he has to pay half damages. So now, Bimai Askina, what are we dealing with? Ibetam, if we're talking about a short time and Betin set up an apotropos to watch the, the ox, or Peshita, I understand why they have to pay half damages. Because everyone has to pay half damages. The Ibe Mu'ad, and if it's a short Mu'ad, well, you have a problem. If the apotropos watched over it the way it's supposed to, and something happened, let's say it, it, it popped up in the gate in the middle of the night, things like that, well, Klal Klal Lo Ba'al Shalomid, then he doesn't have to pay anything because they didn't they weren't negligent. And if they weren't careful, then Kulinizik by Shalomid didn't have to pay for everything, not just half damages. So Amara Barabak explains La Ulam Bi Mu'ad. No, we're talking about a Shor Mu'ad. What are we dealing with? Okay, they did a very low level, very basic uh, safeguarding, and they didn't uh, safeguard it uh, in the best way. That says that at even in, in the case of Shomad, that uh, the, the dinim of a tam, the, the laws of a tam are still there. They're there, and we added the laws of Shor Mu'ad on top of it. So he always has to pay that half damages. And he holds like Yehuda, and he also holds like Yehuda, who says, when it comes to a Shor Mu'ad, all you have to do is a very basic, uh, very basic uh, safeguarding, because people know to be careful for it. But he also holds like Rabbanan, and he also holds like Rabbanan that say that you set up the Tomim with an Apotropus, this way they could take uh, half damages from the body of the the of the animal, the gourd. So yes, it's a shor muad. You don't have to watch over it so much. People need to be careful from it. On the other hand, it has, still has the rules of time that you could uh, you set up an Apotropus and you take from the body. And Amale Abaye Abaye asks Rabbah, how could you say that Rabbi Yaakov holds like Rabbi Yudah? Wait a second. Didn't we say that Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yudah argue? We have a different right. Rabbi Yudah says you have to pay. It sounds like you have to pay full damages. Rabbi Yaakov says you have to pay half damages. It sounds like they're arguing. So how could you say that oh, they hold the same? So Amara Babar Ullah, Mashim Hayev Biuda, Peresh Biakov. No, no, over here is just an explanation. Whatever Biuda was uh, obligated the, the damager to pay, Biakov is explaining that it's half damages, not full damages. Okay, okay, according to Abaye, who said that Biakov and Biuda argue, be my plige. So what is their machloket? So Amalach Abaye will tell you that Hacha be my askina. What are we dealing with here? Be Muad. We're talking about Shomuad, Vilona Treklan, you don't watch it at all. Rabbi Yaakov like Rabbi Yaakov holds like Rabbi Yudah in one way, and he argues on him in one way. Meaning, Rabbi Yudah holds that the, this concept of Tam is still there, all the laws of Tam are still there, and Rabbi Yaakov holds the same way. 
he's arguing with him on the other hand. According to Yehuda, he set up an apotropus for a short time and this way they could take half damages from its body. And that's why when it becomes Mu'ad, it becomes, it's full damages. They, they take Rabbi Yaakov Sabar and Ma'amidin. Rabbi Yaakov says, we don't, uh, we don't put an apotropus for a short time to take from the body. And he's always paying half damages. Even when it becomes a Mu'ad, he's still paying half damages. And the reason is because he didn't watch over it at all. Now, Amar Rabahabar Abaye. Rabahabar Abaye asks a question to Ravina. I understand the current Abaye was Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi argue, Shapir, I understand why the Brayta uh, of Rabbi Yaakov was talking about Shor Mu'ad, because uh, time you, you can't bring it to Betim. Because according to uh, Abaye, Rabbi Yaakov would hold that you don't set up an apotropus to take half damage from the body. Okay. So, according to Rabbi Yaakov and Yudah, don't argue, if you're already talking about a shore Mu'ad and you didn't watch over it properly, and that's why you only have to pay half damages, and then you set up an apotropus to take half damages from the body, why do you have to go through a shore Mu'ad? Say, let's say we're talking about a short time. And either you could say Rabbi Yaakov holds like Rabbi Yehuda who says by a short time you have to watch it very well and we're talking about a situation where you didn't watch it very well. The, the Apotropus, uh, he didn't watch it well, he watched it on a very low level and that's why he has to pay half damages. Either Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov or you could say like that Rabbi Yaakov held like Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov that uh, for a short time you don't have to watch it much, and you could say, but that in the case of a short time, the law called he didn't watch it at all, period, and that's why he has to pay half damages. According to Yaakov, as long as you watch it, even a little bit, you're patur. And this is what Rabbi Yaakov is coming to tell me that, that we set up an apotropus for a short time so they could take uh, half damages from its body. So Rabbi explained to Rabbi this is what we're trying to say. Meaning Rabbi holds Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yudah don't argue at all. I'd rather say that they're talking about two different things than to say that they're arguing. It's one din that has two reasons, split in half. Meaning, number one, that, uh, that we do set up an apotropus for a short time to take half damages from its body. And number two, Rabbi Yaakov holds like Rabbi Yehuda, that for a mu'ad, all you have to do is watch it a little bit, and that's it. Because uh, the, the tzad tamut, the concept of tam, is still there. It doesn't go anywhere. Now, we said before that according to Rabbah, Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yehuda didn't argue at all. And according to Abaye, they argued, do we set up an apotropus to take half damages from a short time? Now, Rabbi Nama, Rabbi Nama is the third opinion. Now, the mahlokit between Rabbi Yaakov and Rabbi Yehuda is if when it goes from the, the from the apotropus back to the original owner, that, does it change its uh, status? Meaning, let's say it's a short mu'ad by the apotropus. And the hairish is now able to hear. And uh, the, the insane person became competent. The katan became a gadol. According to Yehuda, it, no, it is what it is. It's still a mu'ad. You have to pay full damages. And Rabbi Yaakov Sabah, Rishut Meshana, Rabbi Yaakov held that, no, that when it changes possession, the status also changes and it goes back to being a short time. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.